Hello, witches, and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the hell's everybody been? It has been a really interesting kind of a a week um, since I talked to you guys last. Uh, Before we dive into anything, I do want to take a moment to apologize for the short and shittiness of last week's episode. Um, I had disaster at work I had to attend to, and then it all just kind of went to shit anyway, so it was a quite interesting situation. However, today we are back on track. Um, I did want to do that episode, though. I mean, it was something I was just going to do as a bonus, but since everything kind of happened the way it did, um, it it didn't get to be a bonus. It got to be the actual week's episode, but um, you guys, I really love that box from Goddess Provisions. It's awesome. Um... The, the things that came in it are so useful. I haven't got to use any of them yet this week because I've literally lived at my job. Um, but I, I have big plans for everything I'm going to take today. I'm supposed to be off work um, today. As of right now, I am technically still off. Uh, no one has called me, so we're good. But I'm going to take today to, um, to, to really put this stuff to use. It's the first day I've had off since everything going on, so I'm, I'm really excited about all of that. Um, I'm going to put pictures in the Facebook group and maybe do a quick little visual on uh, TikTok and show you guys everything I got. So, um, yeah, so today we're going to get back into the whole um, pattern of what we've been working on. We've been working on our energy and our psychic abilities and our self-care and things like that. And today we're going to talk about shielding, blocking, charging, and return or absorbing energy. Um... So this goes hand in hand with everything we've been talking about. As we grow our powers, as we go along our path, we have to start protecting ourselves more and more. Um, you know, we started talking about the self-care for witches early on because that was a really important part of all of this path that we are on. Um, today kind of ties in a little bit more with that whole idea of the shielding part that we're going to really need to focus on. As we get opening ourselves up more and more to the universe, more and more things can harm us, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, energetically, just all around. I mean, it's a whole body situation. So today we're going to really focus on shielding and how we accomplish that, different ways that you can do it. Everybody's going to be different. So again, you guys heard me say it a million times, there's no wrong way to be a witch. You have to find what works best for you. What works best for me and how I tell you that I do it may not be ideal for you. And it may be something that you can't even fathom as working for you. So I'm just going to give you the guidelines and ideas. And then I want you to take your own spin on it and run with it. Um, you guys, I, I literally, again, in the, the Facebook groups I was in, not, not the basic which one, not ours, but some of the others that I've observed... They're so mean to each other, telling each other, no, you can't do it this way. That doesn't make you a real witch, and blah, 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 blah. And there's just so many fucking gatekeepers. And it's like, holy shit, guys, chill the fuck out. And um, a girl had asked about using balloons in her uh, craft. And I said, of course. I mean, again, there's no wrong way to be a witch. So, of course, you can use balloons in your craft. I mean, I don't know why you couldn't. And um, someone literally commented or responded, reacted to my comment of you know there's no wrong way to be a witch so of course you could with a laughing reaction and I asked what was funny and they they didn't have a response but it's just it's very very bothersome we need to be 
brothers and sisters instead of against each other. So gatekeeping is just something I am not okay with in any way, shape, or form, and I hate to see it done to other people. Um, people did that to me when I first started out, and it used to really just drive me crazy because it would make me not want to be a part of this this world anymore not want to be a part of the craft world and just do my own lone thing and which is what brought me to where I am now with the basic witch and everything and just doing my thing and um I've learned that not everyone is a gatekeeper and there are many ways to make it through without having to deal with gatekeepers so it is nice moving forward with that but again um you're, you're going to find your own way as we get going you're going to find your own um rituals that work for you so these are just guides these are just suggestions these are just ideas for you to build off of um think of it as we are brainstorming and you're literally just taking the conceptual idea and you are putting all of your uh facts and your your spins on it your uh fine details so I'm going to take a quick break, um, smoke a cigarette real quick, get my shit together. Again, if you guys haven't noticed, my voice is already starting to go out. Uh, I am four months in on this whole allergy and sinus shit, and I am over it, guys. Literally since April, like the beginning of April, I started having this sinus and allergy stuff, and it's not going away. The doctor said, oh, it's going around, blah, blah, blah. It's not COVID. Um, I'm just just allergies and sinuses is crazy but I'll get through it um I've got medicine herbal stuff I've been taking that's really helping so I just haven't today and I'm just so so drained from work um that's a whole nother topic but guys I've worked like so many days in a row I can't even count right now but um it's insane so I am literally sitting here fanning myself with a feather because it's just had a hot flash um yeah, so I'm going to take a quick break, um, and we will dig right into it, and I will be back in just a moment. And I'm back. Okay, so I want you guys to think back, if you've been following the podcast from the beginning, think back to season one, one of the early episodes where we talked about different techniques for um, grounding and centering ourselves, where we did like a cleansing and kind of just got ourselves prepared and open to the world and kind of just a, a, a basically bringing ourselves back to zero like I like to call it so that's kind of one thing that we're going to definitely add back in here and I want to remind everybody that we should be doing very very often um it's really important it goes along with our self-care and everything that we are keeping ourselves cleansed we're keeping ourselves grounded and we're centering ourselves so we focus our attention anytime you start to do a ritual those are things that you should definitely be doing um immediately that should be like second nature to you and I will be the first to admit that sometimes I just do a spell and fuck it and just go with it and don't do all the steps like I know that I should do because I'm in a hurry. Um, there are many times I don't cast a circle before I do spells just because I'm like, fuck this, I need to make shit happen now. And I need to quit doing that. So I'm the first one to admit that I have not done everything correctly. Um, so don't be too hard on yourself if you're like me and you get in a rush and you're just like, yeah, it'll be alright, I can just do this real fast and... I need to see results, and then you get a little frustrated because things are a little slower than you wanted, but that's because we cut corners. So, um, yeah, I am, again, the first one to admit all of that shit. So, we really have to start getting back into that habit of um, creating a safe space for ourselves. Our brains are our own worst enemies. Um, we talked about that a few episodes back where they trick us into thinking different things, and that is why we have to really take time to focus, ground ourselves, and center ourselves and get ourselves back 
to zero. Like, zero yourself out. So, once we have grounded ourselves, we've centered ourselves, we've got ourselves focused on what we're doing, our craft, whatever it may be, we get into that routine, we need to stay doing that, but we also need to shield ourselves. And guys, this is really important because the last several episodes have been leading up to different things tying together with we're opening our psychic ability more, we are going down these paths where we're moving forward, we're doing all these different things that are really energy draining and just exhausting to our uh, mentality and our mental health. So, an energy big time just zapped. So... I really want to make sure that we are protecting ourselves and that's where shielding comes in. So basically what you want to do is you want to create some type of item, ritual, um, literally can you, there could be so many ways. It could be a literal ritual you do every morning. It could be a talisman that you have created that you carry with you every day it could be a pendant or a necklace or something that you are going to have on you whenever you go out and you can have multiple that way you have it ready you know so if you are like me and you want to wear different uh, stones and crystals daily or you want to wear different jewelry or whatever the case may be you can have more than one you don't have to have the same thing you don't have to wear the same damn like tiger's eye in your little uh, springy ball thing I think I lost the word for it um the little cage that goes on your necklace so you don't have to have wear the same crystal every day um I right now have literally just been stuck wearing my tiger's eye for so long because that has been my go-to for protection I also wear other items with it but my tiger's eye I just don't feel comfortable without it I've just I've become dependent on it unfortunately and I know that that's not something I wanted to do but it is something that did definitely happen I've become dependent on this tiger's eye for my protection and that is also part of my shielding that I use at this point so whatever it is that you choose to use if you're using a talisman or just you're gonna turn one of your necklaces into something whatever it is you do you want to start off by doing the ritual with it to make it into your talisman or into whatever and so sorry I did drink who and you want to make that a special item that is not where other people can come across it. Other people can touch it. You want it to be something that is special to you. Now, if you're just doing it as a ritual every morning, it's absolutely fine. You do not actually have to have something with you. If you're in the broom closet, it's not super easy to just wear an amulet or a talisman and have everyone ask you questions about it because they're not used to seeing you wearing, you know, crystals around your neck or something. Just because I know how... When you're in the broom closet and you are scared of your family or friends' reactions, answering questions can be difficult. So, you do not have to have a physical item. You can just do the ritual. Either way, no matter what path you choose or what option, what way you plan to go about this, it's very simple technique to get yourself in that spot and get yourself ready. So, basically, whether you're doing a ritual in the morning or you're preparing the amulet or talisman or crystal or whatever the case may be, you want to set the stage. Um, again, if you are in the broom closet, you can improvise with this. You can literally do it in your car when no one's around. You can just light a lighter. You can just close your eyes for a few seconds while you're in the bathroom and no one's around. Just whatever you have to do. But you want to set the stage. You want to have a very 
calming area to do it in. You don't want chaos. You don't want loud noises. You don't want distractions. You need a quiet, calming space where you're able to just slow down, concentrate, clear your mind. You want to ground yourself, center yourself, and then you want to activate your shield. And by doing this, you want to close your eyes and you want to envision a light, a, a white light coming down through the top of your head. It's kind of like showering over you. You're going to envision this white light slowly making its way and through the crown of your head, slowly through your entire body. You're going to feel it go down your arms, into your fingertips, down through your waist, into your legs, your ankles, your feet, filling your toes. And then I want you to envision this light coming out of you still and forming a giant bubble around you. You're going to feel yourself vision it. Close your eyes right now with me. Feel the light literally enter your head through your crown. Feel your entire body. It's going to go all the way through to your fingertips, to your toe tips. It's going to come out. It's going to create a bubble of light around you, like a force field. That is your protection. That is your shield. That is your bubble of safety. Your bubble of wonderful delight. No negative energy allowed. Just positive, wonderful vibes. Do not let anything come into this bubble. Picture yourself. Have you guys seen those um, where people play the games where they get in those big inflatable balls? They look like hamster balls. Think of it as if you were inside a hamster ball. And no one can touch you. Think of that as your shielding force field. Create that bubble around you of protection so that no one can come into that bubble that's going to disturb your aura and your peace and your happiness and your positivity. You don't want anything to come in and pop a hole in that bubble. So you're going to be very cautious of who you let around your bubble and how, who you let close to your bubble. Because there are people that we love dearly and they're very toxic and they're holding that pin ready to pop your bubble at any fucking point in time. You guys have heard me complain about my previous co-worker. She put on one hell of a show for the rest of the world. But the people who were around her and were her victims, she literally carried that pen ready to pop you at any point in time. And she wasn't always just violently stabbing it. It would be a slow leak sometimes where she slowly worked her way into that bubble with just a tiny little pinprick. She would slowly ooze her way into that bubble and make you let your guard down because she let you believe that you were a friend and she really cared. And then she would gut you from the inside. Just strip your bubble down and destroy him. 
that happens to a lot of us from a lot of different people. And a lot of those people are people that we love and care about deeply. And that's why we don't see that. And that's why it's really important that we do these exercises, these rituals, these um, different actions to protect ourselves. If you are an empath or have any empathic tendencies at all, you know that it's a hundred times worse for you because not only do you have your witchy side to protect your psych psychic side, I was going to say your psychotic side, which some of us do have, so that's fine. Um, you have your psychic side, you have your witchcraft side, you have the side of you that does all these metaphysical things, but then you also have the side of you that you may not have learned to control yet. I've been an empath for many years. I've known that I've been an empath for far less than I have been one. And I still have trouble with keeping other people's feelings out of my body. Um, it, it's hard. It really is hard. So shielding has really come in wonderful with this. Um, you, you have to create your own mantra with this whole thing. My mantra that I use as an empath for my shielding and witchcraft is telling myself that other people's problems are not my own. Other people's emotions are not mine to carry. Their pain is not my pain to carry. Their struggles are not my struggles to carry. I have to keep telling myself this all the time because otherwise I take on everybody's pain and hurt and their sorrow and their problems and I take that worry with me and it's not even just the empathic side of me it's the witch side of me that has that healer in me that just wants to heal the world and I have to tell myself over and over again the problems of others are not mine to carry so it's really important that when you start this process of, of setting up a plan for how you want to do your shielding, whether it be through amulets or talisman or just a morning ritual or whatever you decide to do, however you want to do it, it's really important that you have your own mantra, mantra, however you want to say it, of what you want to get out of the shield. Mine is all about taking on other people's emotions, pain, struggles, things like that. By doing that and saying that this way, for me, it protects me against not just the empathic part, but the other things as a witch that I feel with the healing and things like that. So um, it's really important just to get your mantra down. And it, it may take you a while. It took me really, really probably a couple good weeks to come up with exactly how I wanted to say it and the, the wording that I wanted, um, as you heard me just say it, there's like five different ways that I say it, but it is still the same concept. Um, I, I just do this in the mornings. I ground myself. I center myself. I wear my tiger's eye, which has been cleansed and grounded as well, and it has been set to be charged with the protection over myself. I add that with my mantra, and I am good to go. I've got myself shielded. I am good. You have to find what works for you. Again, not everybody is the same, so everybody's going to have a different path. But I cannot stress enough how important this is because you have to be able to protect yourselves. So 
there, there are four different things that I mentioned in the beginning. I said shielding, blocking, charging, and then return or absorbing. So the blocking and shielding kind of go together. If you ever go to like a, uh, uh, a metaphysical convention where you're around other witches or, or do anything where you're around other witches, you may overhear someone say, wow, you know, your aura is huge. And what their meaning is, is that that person has a block around them. They have their shield up. They're blocking out others from getting in. We're not radiating our aura to people who are really good at reading it. We are keeping it all locked. Um, think about someone who's been hurt time and time and time and time again and they just build those walls and they don't let anyone in um like relationship wise it's kind of where it would be like this in this situation you as a human being as a witch you create these walls to block others out and it's to block out that energy it's it's your shield and shielding and blocking are, are basically the exact same thing um you are literally just pushing that shit away you are getting that away from you you're not even letting it in your bubble area because you are trying to protect you and that is what is most important in this situation is keeping yourself mentally and physically energetically just there and stable because it is not easy being a witch and having to deal with that especially in today's world there's so much fucked up shit going on i mean you guys we can't even get on social media without people fucking arguing about politics and which side is this and which side is that and blah 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 and it's just so frustrating it's just really really fucked up i don't know it's just we have to protect ourselves because it's not even just people that we come in contact to it's literally social media it's television it's the radio it's just being out and seeing things happening and if we don't shield ourselves and block these things then we're just going to carry all this with us. And as you become stronger in your craft and you're opening up all these abilities that we've been talking about the last several weeks, you're going to start having more and more things occur to you where you realize how important shielding and blocking is because you're going to feel things that make you wonder what in the hell is going on with yourself or, or what's happening. You never really felt like this or why are you so concerned with this or whatever because it got into your bubble and you need to get it out of your bubble. So it's really important that we keep these bubbles solid and we are very, very choosy and cautious of who we let into these bubbles or even close by these bubbles. Again, I'm trying to avoid the gatekeeping portion, but I do want to highly recommend that you pick some type of item that you can use um, as, a, as a protective amulet, as, as a, a protective charm. Um, this could be a crystal that you wear or a crystal you carry in your pocket or your bra or um, a piece of jewelry and necklace per se I mean just literally anything that you would have with you that you keep on you almost all the time um, again like I've told you guys my tiger's eye I wear it morning noon night like I I take it off at bedtime just because my cat does sleep on me I don't want her to get her little claw stuck in my necklace chain otherwise I would wear it to bed um, as well but if you just whatever you feel drawn to I, I'm not going to tell you it, you have to absolutely do this but if you do choose to go this path make sure it's something that you're drawn to that's easy to carry with you that makes sense for you to carry with you um, especially if you're in the broom closet you can't walk around with some big item that people are going to question so think about it take the time meditate on it think about what you personally would have on you at all the times then make this into like your own protective amulet you're 
good luck charm, basically. And you will enchant this item, um, doing the same ritual that we did, the exercise we did earlier, where we envision the light coming through. I want, when you do this, I want you to take the amulet with the item that you choose and light your candles, cleanse the item first, and then you're going to basically charge it and enchant it in the smoke of everything or the water, however you choose to do the charging. Um, if you're not familiar with that, go back to a few episodes back where we started talking about how to charge and cleanse crystals and everything like that. Take your time picking the item. Be very cautious with it. And then have that with you. I mean, and again, this is just my suggestion for the path of how to start the shielding. It is highly effective. Um, it was hi it's been highly effective for me for years. Many other witches have had great success with it. But you want to take that item and really take the time focusing on it being the correct one. Take the time to cleanse it, to charge it, to enchant it, and then hold it close to you. Have it close on your body. You don't want it to be something like that's on your backpack. Then you may have your backpack on you maybe like two hours of the day or something. You want it to be something that's close to you. That you have on, you know, almost all the time, almost 24-7 or whatever. Or something you could change out for something that you would be able to wear later. Or whatever the case may be. You can have multiple. It's fine. But whenever things get tough or you feel like someone is coming in that bubble or something is coming to attack you physically, mentally, whatever the case may be, um, psychically, you can touch that, that amulet, that talisman, your good luck, charm, your protection, peace, whatever you choose, and you can envision that bubble just surrounding you and that protection around you, and you're going to feel this just sense of calmingness just come over you. You're going to just feel relaxed and calm. And it's just going to be a very euphoric feeling. And it's not going to happen right away. I don't want you to feel like you failed if you do it and it, you don't get that feeling right away. It is something that does take time because you have to build a relationship with whatever it is that you have created. It's um, like meeting someone for the first time and instantly clicking with them. You're going to have reservations of whether they are actually what they seem or where the case may be. So you're going to be jumpy about your amulet, your talisman, whatever it is, you're 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 going to have times where you question whether it's working, you're going to wonder if it's actually legit, and you're going to question yourself, but just know that it is working, and you're going to know when you finally trusted it, when you can have that moment, like when I'm at work and something starts to, to go haywire, and I know that I'm about to have this moment of somebody just sucking my energy and really giving some type of attack on me and I will grab my tiger's eye and it's like I just feel this force field just kind of pop out around me and I know that everything's okay and I have a very bad habit of um, grabbing my necklace and kind of twirling it which is what the tiger's eye is on it's in a cage and I just kind of rub it back and forth and and that's when people everybody has picked up on that as my telltale sign of when I'm feeling aggravated or feeling nervous or feeling someone is getting too um, close to my bubble of energy, they will see me grab that and they know that I'm getting to be a bit uh, perturbed. And so that, that does help. And it, it's it's nice because I know that it's working. Like I know that people have noticed, okay, she's she's doing her thing. So I'm, I'm going to step back. I'm going to take that moment back because she's affected. And it works. I mean, it really does work. And it's not just our world. They have no idea what it means. They have no idea what this necklace means to me what this tiger's eye means but they picked up on 
it's time to back off when she starts doing that. And it's an amazing feeling to know that others are picking up and sensing your discomfort and you're basically reflecting it back to them without them having any idea what the hell's going on. So it's really awesome. Um, now, we were just talking about blocking and how it's very similar with shielding. You can actually use physical objects to block as well. Um, if you are in a room and you feel like there's some type of energy in that room and you want to keep that away from you, it could be um, a party. It could be a family get-together. I have some very toxic family members that I am forced to be around on the holidays, even though sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot deal with these people. I try to keep an object between us, an object... Um, if I miss someone else's home, I'm I'm not on my own playing field, so I have to improvise. But I keep something between us so that there is not just a straight open path for that energy to flow. And I need something between us as a buffer um, on the outside of my shield and the outside of my bubble. Because the person that I have the most issues with has a way of connivingly wiring his way in. And it's horrible. So um, candles work well, too, if you are just kind of... Even if it's like a energy in your home, like a spiritual energy that is in your home, like flat out like a haunting in your home, you can have barriers. You can have something that's in between you and that energy so that you do not feel like you're uh, being attacked. It's just a personal extra buffer there that kind of helps with things. So um, that's, that's another part of blocking. Charging. Charging is the ability to raise your energy levels to kind of protect yourself and then drop them down. And that goes along with our shielding. Um, that, that is what basically what I just described of when I start to twirl my necklace, when I start to get agitated um, or things start to get going crazy and my brain starts thinking of hexing and all of them things. Let's, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to admit right straight here. I don't hex people, but I'm telling you guys what. My brain, I mean, I have admitted in the past I've done a little bit. But anyway, the point is, my brain goes straight to that every time somebody pisses me off, like, very badly or there's a bad situation. That is where my brain goes. I wish it did not, but it does. Um, so, when I'm trying to raise my energy level up to protect myself from the the mental, psychic, even physical and energetical attacks that are coming at me, this this chart it's like i'm charging up by twirling my necklace and rubbing my tiger's eye it's like i'm i'm charging it up so i can raise that energy to protect myself and then once it's all calmed and settled then i just kind of let the energy come back down i don't like to keep my energy up on high levels at all times because i like to have that peaceful calming sense of things i like to be able to have that calm peace and euphoric feeling a lot and if you are very high energy um that just is hard to do because you're go 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 um unfortunately when i'm at work i do have to have a lot of high energy because i have to have the physical energy part of it all but i try to keep my mental energy lowered down a few levels just because if not it's going to consume me totally and i do not want that i've already struggled enough with letting that place live in my head and take over a lot of aspects of my life and I'm I'm working on changing that so that is another big that's a whole nother episode in itself so to wrap up we're going to talk about returning and absorbing and this is another way of protection for witches and for ourselves here of like different things we can do returning is a little bit more advanced it is basically 
there's many ways you can go about it, but I consider returning to be almost like hexing in a way because you're returning that negative energy, that negative impact, that that harm back to the person or persons or events, environments, whatever it is that, that created it or that sent it towards you. It has to do, um, mirrors work well with returning energy things. Um, basically what you're doing is you are sending back that negativity back to where it came from. And that is not always good. Um, I, I don't like to re-inflict that into others. And that, again, may just be the empathic part of me. I do not like to see others suffer or hurt. Um, unfortunately, this has caused me to become a yes man. And I hate that. I am a people pleaser. And I have been really trying hard to work on that. Because the more I try to work to please other people, the less I'm pleasing myself. And it's not fair to me. So I have to add myself to that list of people pleasing to please myself in there once in a while. So... That is my own personal reasons why I don't really do returning. Um, and if anybody wants more information on that, I will definitely go into detail on it later. I just don't want to um, get really into that because it's just it's just not as um, as safe as I would like it to be. I mean, it's just and it's not that it's not safe. It's just you're basically doing threefold. And that's another thing, real quick. We'll we'll get into here in a second. But you're, you're returning that back to them and then it could come back on you again or can backfire and come worse. So um, before we jump into absorbing the, the second part of this, um, the threefold law. So I know that a lot of different paths have different views on this. I believe in karma. Karma and the threefold law are basically the same concept. Um, in the threefold law, it is believed that whatever you do to others comes back on you times three. So if you hex someone, you're going to be hexed in, in a way times three. I mean, it's going to come back on you harder. I believe fully in karma. I believe that you have to fill your karma bank daily. I believe that you get out of life what you put into it. Um, if you, it's like Earl said on my name is Earl. Do good things, good things happen. Do bad things, bad things happen. I truly 100% believe that. Um, and again, it does go back with the threefold law. So I believe that if you take your time to do the little extra things and to fill your karma bank, that you will get rewarded. And I've personally seen it happen many, many times to myself. Like I am... A walking poster child for karma when I've done bad I've had bad happen to me times three when I've done good I've had good happen to me times three so I am a firm believer in that so that is a, another big reason why I do not do the returning portion of this um, I just cannot inflict that onto others even though they have no problem inflicting it onto me I just can't do that so that's for that part. So if you do want more information on that, I can give you more. I'm just, I opt not to at this moment. So absorbing. Absorbing is a great way to rid the negative energy. So I want you to think about a time when you've been so pissed off. Someone has just pissed you off. You had a giant fight or an argument with someone. And as soon as the argument was done, you thought of all the things you wanted to say. Or you have something going on and, and you really want to say things to a person that you never will see in your life again or you can't ever say these things to a person because of different reasonings 
whatever the case may be, and you're driving in your car and you just yell those things all out loud and you say all these things and you cuss it all out and you like road rage and you're like stupid motherfucker learn to fucking drive you piece of son of a bitch and shit and you just all it comes out and then you feel better you just feel better you got it out you feel good or somebody pisses you off and you have the argument out loud and and you're just like yeah you know you go fuck yourself too bitch or whatever it is and you have that and you get it out of your body you get it out of your head you get it out of your thought process and you feel better why because you are sending it somewhere else to be absorbed you're letting that negativity out of your body and sending it somewhere else you're sending it out into the atmosphere out into the world you are sending it away from you so in the witchcraft world it's the same concept except for energy does not stop energy must go energy can be contained but it can never be destroyed so with that you have to send that energy somewhere else and we're not going to return it back to the people unless that's what you want to do that is your choice 100 percent. i'm not here to tell you you can't do that again there's no wrong way to be a witch if you want to return that shit to somebody else and make them feel that pain go for it i'll i'll help you out but i personally can't i just don't have that in me however you can put it into something else to be absorbed so there are many different um there are herbs and and different things that you can use to uh to do this there's even crystals you can even make like a puppet or literally any object you can send that bad negative energy and you can make it absorb into something else um, just do not do not do not forget what you did with that object or which one it was because you don't want that to be your object that you take to use for something else and it's full of negative energy you don't want to give it to someone else as a gift or have them touch it and then all that negative energy comes out that is definitely not what we want to do so some of the more the more common things that you can use that you might have around your home or in your um obviously in your your uh oh my god my words just are not coming out and your supplies <laughs> would be like Fill in a pouch with either rosemary or basil, cinnamon, uh, clove, ginger, sage, bay leaf, black pepper even. I think we talked about that before. Um, cumin. Those are all items of herbs that you can literally just fill a little sachet bag of some sort with and absorb that negative energy. It's there. You can literally just push that energy onto those items in there. Um, black tourmaline, obsidian, smoky quartz, labradorite, and amethyst are also really good um, crystals that you can use for that. You can use a uh, puppet if you want to craft a puppet, like a voodoo doll basically. And this way it's not aimed at anyone else. It's literally just a doll that is receiving it. Um, it is nothing that is aimed or specific voodoo doll for anyone specific. It is literally just a doll of negative energy that you have that you push that negative energy onto if you go this route it is extremely important again i just cannot stress enough how important it is that you are very cautious with the item that you put all this negative energy into you want to make sure that it is in a safe spot where people cannot get it where people cannot mess with it or that they will um inadvertently like give themselves some very 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 bad energy and things going on just be cautious with it bury it take that shit outside and bury it somewhere where no one's going to find it or mark it or something so people can't find it whatever it may be bury it sprinkle it away even just whatever you have to do 
get that negative energy away from you and in a safe spot. You do not want it to come back onto any other person or people or whatever the case may be. Just use caution. It's very important and that you do not spread that negativity towards other people. And I personally, this is what I do and you guys can think I'm crazy all you want. Um, I do a little bit differently. Now, you guys know my feathers. You know, I've talked about my feathers. I do a lot of feather hunting. Um, that is one way that I ground myself. My husband and I go to the river and to the park. We try to go once a week um, with things being crazy. Sometimes we don't go every week. We try to, though. And I go collect feathers. Um, not just from, like, small birds. There are a lot of geese at the uh, river where we're at and a lot of eagles. Um, there are hawks and... Uh, with pair, like all kinds of birds crows I have some crow feathers I've got everything and it's really awesome but I have several all around my altar my entire room has feathers literally everywhere just kind of loose and around and some are in uh, frames some are in vases some are just literally loose up here laying on my altar laying on my tables laying on my podium just everywhere and when I feel like that negative energy is in here and in around me and I haven't been able to contain it because sometimes the negativity is just around you. You have come home with all of it and you have let it out into the home inadvertently. You have let that negative energy go without basically reflecting it and absorbing it into a specific spot or item or something like that. So that negative energy is now floating around in your home. And you need to do something about that because you don't want that floating in your home. So I will... If I'm not going to sage, because saging does take a while, and it sometimes you just want to get that negative energy pushed away and out without having to go all out. So sometimes I will just kind of take my feathers and walk around and kind of push the energy around. You can use your um, athlame, your knife, whatever it is that you want to use. I prefer my feathers. I have several big ones, several small ones. I just, I prefer my feathers. I like to take the negative energy and sometimes I will just send it out the window or the door. Um, when you like, just a refresher, when you sage your home or anyone's home for them, do not, I cannot repeat enough, do not do it with all doors closed and windows closed. They have to have an exit. That energy has to have an exit. Otherwise, all you're going to do is piss off a lot of spirits and negative energy and trap them inside your home or that area. They have to have an outlet to get the hell out. So I like to just kind of cleanse my home with some sage or my feather, whatever the case may be. I like to guide that negative energy out. Um, right now I am really big on adding it to little sachet packets. I will literally just direct all that negative energy into a sachet sachet packet of basil and rosemary and a little black pepper and then once that I feel like I've gotten it all out and we are good I will bury it in my backyard or I will sprinkle it somewhere or I will burn it even um, it just depends on what my mood is what my timing is whatever the case may be but I get it out of my home and I get it away from me I'm not reflecting it onto anyone else or returning it onto anyone else I mean I am just getting it out of my home and I'm not putting it towards anyone else. So there are many different ways um, to do all these things. Again, I don't want to be a gatekeeper. So the ideas that I gave you today are just suggestions and ways for you to get started. I don't want you to feel like you absolutely have to 100% do exactly like I do because you don't. You have options. You can do exactly how you want to do it, whatever feels right for you. 
if the things I tell you do not feel right to you, you don't feel comfortable with them, you don't feel like that's the best option for you, don't fucking do it. Do what works for you. I'm never going to push you and tell you you have to do it this way because I do. Because, say it with me, there's no wrong way to be a witch. So, with that said, I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of your day, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. I really hope that you um, enjoy what kind of weather we've been having lately. I'm not sure where everyone's from, but here in Indiana, it has been fall-like weather, and I have been so loving it, but now the heat is coming back, and I'm super bummed about that part. Yes, I like summer, but I also love fall. It's my favorite time of year. Of course, that's when Halloween is. Um, That's when I fell in love with my husband. Uh, It's just the best for me. Also, guys, coming up. So, as you guys know, I work for Dollar General. And a lot of our Halloween stuff is coming out to be set this week. Which I'm super fucking pumped for. Because working there, I get first dibs on everything. Which is awesome. And, yeah. So, I get to pick out what I want to buy first. But, this time, guys, I'm going to do something a little special. I'm going to do a video walkthrough of different um, decorations and stuff that are available in different places. Um, I'm going to go to, of course, I'll do Dollar General, we'll do Family Dollar, CVS, Walmart, and then Michael's for sure. I'm going to try and hit a uh, Walgreens. The closest one to us is uh, 30 miles away, so of course, so is Walmart and Michael's. I just don't go to Walgreens as much anymore. Um, When we lived in Phoenix, that's like where we went every time. But, uh, this time I will literally be, shit, sorry, um, (laughs) going to more places that I can get to easier for lack of time. I just, my time, you know, is just really not as open as it used to be, so that doesn't always help, um, for me to get things done, but, uh, Samhain or Halloween, whichever you want to refer to it, I call it both, obviously, um, it's coming out fast approaching, and those are the best places to get decor, and honestly, guys, this is, like, the best time of year for us to get decor for our witching areas, for our, um, altars, for our rooms, if you're lucky enough, like me, to have an entire room, this is the best time of year to actually get all of those things and get that type of decoration, so, um, I'm going to go and do a review. I'll put it on my YouTube channel, which I've not been on in quite a while because I just, time has, you know, sucked. Um, I'll put it on Facebook and the Facebook group. And then I'll probably do several different short TikToks just so you guys can kind of see what's going on. And Charb and I are going to really take some time to review some of them up there because you guys know um, he absolutely loves Halloween decorations and decorating and stuff. And he is my biggest supporter and everything, so he's always, like, encouraging me to go buy a bunch of shit that we don't have the money to buy, and it's, it's nice because I have that love, like, he is just amazing, but then it's like, shit, you're supposed to be the one that tells me, okay, we, we gotta remember, you know, I can't buy this, he's supposed to keep me grounded, but he pushes me up to the stars instead, so that's why we have such an amazing relationship, but anyway, um, thank you guys all for being here every week and tuning in, and, and, sticking with me through all the bullshit and the hell and everything I've been through lately and I I just I love you guys so much you are amazing I have a few emails and messages I've got to get returned I'm going to work on that today and tomorrow evening I just have not had very much time I've been so small but you guys are amazing I love you all um please send me any ideas for podcasting that you guys want to hear 
send them to the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com if you send me a message on facebook or um, instagram I, I usually don't get them just because it's so jacked up and it's my messenger's been stupid and instagram hates me now so um there's that but if you guys really have any suggestions definitely hit me up or you want more information or anything hit me up it does take me a couple days to reply sometimes a week just because you know work's been crazy and we have inventory coming up but i will respond i promise all right i'm out y'all peace i love you all and have a very witchy day bye